And here we're again in the middle of the pandemic, speaking to you straight from our bedroom, because in the pandemic, there's no better place than the bedroom. Everyone is stranded to their houses and our bedroom is definitely the best place ever. And we are talking today about taking chances and making the most out of things that sometimes we see that are going wrong or not as we planned and out of the blue, we just make it happen and it turns out way better than we expected. In this, we just celebrated our first, fourth month anniversary. Yeah, yeah. We celebrate every month on yes. the twenty second. Yes. <laughs> yes. Even if it's just dinner. Yes, but I mean, celebration is daily, and it is about this. It is about celebrating every day, celebrating every opportunity. If we're walking the dogs, if we're doing the dishes together, if we're just you know laying in bed together and chit chatting, these are the precious moments that are worth. And that's why we live. We live for all these special moments that we don't plan, and they happen. And it seems makes beauty. them delicious. Delicious. <laughs> <Isn't they> delicious. <laughs> and we do have a couple stories from these four months that we've been together, and when we decided to take chances, we took chance on each other, and right. a lot of things have been happening. And what before? Uh, it was uh, scary and we had our scary moments and we were scared of taking chances and we were scared of trying different things. Now things are different, very different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had an amazing adventure recently, actually two months ago. And um, my, name, my, my maiden name is Albuquerque and I always had a dream of going up on a balloon. A hot air balloon. I thought that was never going to happen. I would already be lucky if I saw a balloon just going in the air. And I mentioned it to Jace. And actually, friends of mine, while I was working in Africa, a friend mentioned and said, uh, why don't you go to the festival in New Mexico? Because that's the biggest in the world. And I said, well, never thought about it. You know, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Huh? So uh, I mentioned it to Jace. And maybe when we were celebrating our first anniversary, that we could, it's sort of near uh we got married on july 22nd and it would be like august uh the festival takes place in new mexico so we were thinking about it then one day oh uh we were driving after um i think after we went shopping or dinner yeah we went lunch and got some groceries yeah then i was cruising down the highway and i said is that a hot air balloon to velda and i you could see it in the distance. And then... I didn't have my glasses on, which I usually don't, unless I'm working. And then uh, I said, well, let me take a look. And then I took a closer look and said, I believe it is. But it, I wasn't so sure. Maybe, you know, one of those smaller ones to check uh, uh, for the weather or something. And my... Yeah. Radical then, sports husband yeah, the decided radical to, to take a chance and go, let's chase it. Yeah. So we started... Uh, cruising down the highway, seeing if we how close we could get, because I didn't know like balloons uh, could, you know, like I thought maybe they go for fifty or a hundred miles. How far could we chase it? Um, so we chased it down the highway and then off the highway and everything, and uh, we ended up at a uh, a factory that was closed, and the gate was open to the factory, but. 
I know being from the South, you don't trespass because people have guns. But in Brazil, if the door is open, you're allowed <laughs> in. So I said, just get in. Anything, I'll just talk ourselves out of it. Don't worry. Yeah. So we went in and I was like, well, here there's people. So you're going to do the talking because she <laughs> likes to talk. So. The balloon was already down. You know, yeah. they, they had landed and the balloon was like starting to, to tilt because they were emptying. They had stopped with the the fire whatever and but i saw him. they were looking at us a little hmm said well you know i got there i said hi there guess what and then i told them a little bit about us and about our story and about how um my name is albuquerque and the guy and uh so i mentioned the whole story and i i told him and i said I'm from Brazil, and he goes, really? I was stationed in Brazil during the Marines in the 80s. And I go, well, I'm from Recife. And he goes, that's where I was stationed. And I go, go for figure. real? <laughs> in South Hill, Mississippi. And I meet someone who had been to my town yeah. twice. He threw gas on the fire at that point. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and then we started talking, and it was really nice. I said, when do these things happen? I, I know nothing about balloons. We're thinking about New Mexico next year and all. And he goes, oh, that's wonderful. But this is like an informal gathering, and we're going to do it again tomorrow. And I go, what time? And he goes, well, we start blowing the balloons at 6 a.m. And I looked at Chase. And I was thinking, 6 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> a bit early so but he said sure we're gonna be there and i said babe it's gonna be awesome because i'll take some pictures you know with the balloons going up and it's gonna right. be beautiful and that's all that i thought i mean a balloon ride is about like 400 bucks per person and it wasn't intended to be a festival in which people actually rent and and take tourists you know it was just uh, yeah, an informal was, gathering so yeah, we weren't gonna um, have any opportunities anyways amongst the balloon uh people themselves they're hobbyists yeah, they get together. I mean, insane, but it's amazing. It takes a lot of work. So we had we helped the 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 crew uh, deflate the balloon and pack it and put it in the truck and all. So it all went well. But there were what would you say six to eight people? Yeah, six to eight people working. Plus me and Martin chit chatting while you guys yeah. were working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, but we it was great. So next morning we wake up super early. Actually, Jace woke up before me. Said, yeah. He may just be kidding. That's you know, pretty I normal. Yeah, it is. I'm a sleeper. But um, <laughs> we wake up and we went. And of course, I mean, I said, you know, I'm going to wear pants just because it's a little cooler. It's very cold here. And I said, well, you know, and we'll see. And we got there and there were a couple people, you know, hanging out with their crews and the balloons getting started. And then they go, let's go. And then everyone starts getting started. And then Martin arrives. And when Martin arrives, he... Uh, we, st he said, I'm without a crew. And I said, oh, don't worry, we'll help you, you know, get, get ready and all after all. I mean, it's just unpacking and all, yeah. which is a lot easier than the packing. And so we helped him get ready and blowing the balloons in. I mean, I'm holding the thing while the balloon is flying, taking yeah. a thousand pictures. If you go As to my Facebook and Instagram, you'll see. into the distance. <laughs> And back. And then, but it was awesome and I mean I'm taking there and I said awesome and they're gonna go up and I'm gonna take all these pictures of them flying and, and they all. were they was impressive the size of them and the noise and the you and know, it's relatively dramatics. fast yeah to get to get it up it's relatively fast uh, and it's it's physical work oh we're but, talking about the balloon okay <laughs> but it is it works great so then the balloon is up and it's getting up. Yeah. So we were doing the balloon. And the other thing on the balloon is that you have to hold it open with your hands like sideways. 
And as the hot air and the fire, you know, is right there. And the guy was like, oh, hold it, you know, until it comes upright. And then you can let it go. But I was holding it. And fire is <laughs> hot. hot. So, and I didn't have gloves on. I think they supposed to give you gloves. Mm-hmm. But so, my hubby no. is very strong. Not me. Yeah, no. My <laughs> skin is not, uh, you know, flame retardant. But, uh, so I probably held it to about like that. And then I was like... Forget this. This is like fire. My hands are on fire. He almost caught a tan in the process. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's definitely trying to get close to this, my tongue. That's how I lost the hair. <laughs> I had it full, full head. Balloon mm. gets up. It's yeah. all set. And you go, oh, it's going to go up. It's a basket. The basket is, is, is pretty. I would say a three by three. Three by three. But it has four big uh, cylinders yeah, inside. Yeah, propane tanks. And yeah. So. And so, I mean, it, the four cylinders are on the, the corners. And you have sort of like a cross space inside. And Martin gets on the balloon. I'm going, oh, wonderful. It was great. And he goes, get. And I was in. <laughs> I, and I yeah. and when I got us he meant in right because I'm ready in and he goes yeah and I go okay good I go come come baby yeah and so I was like okay well it's her <laughs> dream to go on a balloon which is great I love I want her to have everything all the experiences she could want and so I was like oh good they'll go and I'll drive because it's called a chaser which is a person that goes in the truck and follow and goes wherever you land, and then they, you know, you pack up your stuff and put it in the truck. Um, so I was like, Oh, I'll be like the chaser. And then so Velda was in, and the guy was in, and it's a three by three, and I weigh a little bit more than 200 pounds. Um, so then I was like, Okay, and then the guy goes, Come Aren't you on. coming? Aren't you coming in? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa wait, wait a second. Let's, let's have a disc. Because that wasn't in my brain of getting on a hot air balloon. I thought we were just taking pictures. I was like, great, you're in. Let's take a picture and we'll go. But instead, I'm like, wait a second. I weigh the upper end of 200. And I was like, uh, I'm pretty heavy. I'm close to 300. And he goes, oh, no, that's it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Because I'm very, very light. And Martin is also, like, yeah. super. So, Martin I mean, was a, is us, a decent-sized you know? guy. And, we're, you know, I mean, you know, we're older. So <laughs> then I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I'm on the upper end of 200. It's close to three. And he's like, oh, no, it won't be a problem. And I was like, well, actually, maybe I'm 320. Maybe 335. <laughs> You know, waiting for him to go, whoa. And then I'm going to say, well, look, dude, if we're that close to a whoa, dude, (laughs) then maybe I shouldn't go. So he didn't. He's like, everything's going to be fine. It'll just get in. And then I was thinking, great, I'm going to die of embarrassment because when I get in, the guy's going to have to waste like two tanks (laughs) to get this sucker off the ground. You know, I just thought it would just like a half hour of us standing there and me hopping up in the air periodically just so he thinks it's floating (laughs) and it's not my fat ass. So, um, yeah, so I get in slowly because you have to, you know, it's it's about a three-foot edge. So it's, you know, like the countertops in your kitchen. Um, So That's true. It was, you know, so I got in and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm really close to Martin. I don't mind being obviously close to my wife. Everything's good. 
but we're really close and we're really heavy. I mean, we're not, you know, 12-year-olds. So before he could even think a second thought, the balloon started to go up. And it goes really fast. You know, I mean, out of the blue, when it starts, it just goes. And it goes and it went, it, it gets a good height. Now, it's not fast as in like, <gasps> hold on to it. No, no, no. It goes, but it's it's very stable. Yeah, and it's very tranquil. There, yeah, too. once you're up there, it's as if you're just like on, on a treadmill. Yeah, you know? I, I would say it's definitely... Because it doesn't have the speed mm-hmm. or the, you know what I mean? Like you think of a plane or something that has the speed and the anxiety of, you know, uh, it's very tranquil in that way that it's moving slowly, but it's still high and there's really nothing but you and an edge of a basket. And the things that go through your brain are, mm-hmm. if it fell, could I survive? <laughs> If I had to jump because it caught on fire, would I survive? The answer is anatomically no. So Jason was very, very tranquil in the balloon. Yeah. I mean, his, his yep. grip was very uh, yeah. soft. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, my grip was the death grip. Yeah. So he I was, was hanging on. on to the thing, and this hand was uh, further away. But I was hanging on, and Velda standing in front of me with her phone, hanging over the edge. <laughs> Smile, yeah. honey, smile, yeah. come on. I'm like, what are you doing? Are you out of your mind? You tilt this basket, we're all dead. <laughs> For a photo? It doesn't tilt, it doesn't tilt, trust me. But it wasn't me, so we're It doesn't tilt, she don't know this. She's not a ballooner, or whatever they <laughs> go I'm by. part of the crew, ask Martin, not part of the crew. So are you, we're stuck with it. Yeah, but you didn't know that at the time. No. The no, thing could have no shifted clue. for all I know. But it didn't, honey. It because didn't. it was out of love. Oh my gosh. So he finally he he started feeling like my hands are hurting. Yeah, my right hand was going numb and then I was like, What the hell? And I looked and I had the death grip, so then I let go <laughs> and I was like, Holy moly. I didn't subconsciously I didn't know it. Yeah. And but- then uh Velda was doing the photos and I'm standing in front of her. So I'm let me kinda of show you. I'm here, she's directly in front of me, and Martin is this way facing forward so um so he started it, to enjoy he started jason i mean i enjoyed all of it yeah, all yeah. Of i it. think the going up was probably and get probably a good five minutes or ten minutes cruising to kind of get my bearings and go you know because i'm assessing problem solving skills how do i survive <laughs> which i have no there was clue nothing. I don't. I mean, I don't have wings, and I don't have a parachute. So, and even if I did, I wouldn't know how to use it. So, I'm just looking at the houses below, thinking mm, I can aim happening. for a pool. But we're in Mississippi; people don't have pools. <laughs> I was raised in Fort Lauderdale. Maybe you can aim for a pool there. But, um, but he did enjoy the view. Yeah. Was amazing. There was a couple times where you're like, you pull me toward, and you're like, come here and take a picture. And then I'm moving forward, thinking. I'm offsetting the weight. Martin told me to get in on this side. You're on that side. <laughs> no. Why are you pulling now. me so we shift? Let's not. Yeah, but it was amazing. He he did relax and he did enjoy. Yeah, and I would say probably halfway in. Then I was yeah. like, okay. And then I'm we okay. we went. We were up for like forty five to fifty minutes. It was a little under an hour, and we went to land close to the airport, which is. The best place because you get area and everything, but at the same time, it's a bit scary because airports tend to be busy with people right. who fly. But uh, the Tupelo Airport is very, very 
Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of planes that come into Tupelo Airport. Yeah, nothing. There's strictly a private airports, so it's only people with private airplanes or. Uh, special contracts or something like that. Yeah. But then we landed, and when we were about to land, uh, we're supposed to, like, uh, bend our knees a little, you know? Oh, yeah. Jay's freaked out a bit, so he totally squatted. Yeah, I did a full squat to where my my ass was touching (laughs) my ankles. Because I was thinking, if I... I mean, I'm heavy, and I'm not, you know, 20 years old... (laughs) Even if I buck my knees a little bit and I jerk, it could hurt me. So I squatted all the way to my ankles. And I'm looking at him and going, what's wrong, baby? Get (laughs) up. She thought I was taking a a restroom break. But no. (laughs) Then. It was close. He goes, oh, we're going to land. We're going to land. And then we, the the basket, the basket fall, uh, we land and then we tilt. And then we get up and land and tilt until we get back. And it was hilarious because, I mean, we were just going a little bit over each other. Yeah, so Martin was in front, and that's the way he landed, and we're facing each other. So when we (laughs) hit the ground, we tilt. So Martin's here, and we tilt, and I'm like, oh, great. I never knew I was going to go Martin intimately. (laughs) You know, because I really didn't know Martin that well. Great guy, but... No, Facebook buddies. He's going to be watching this. So... Um, Let us know when you're going up again, by the way. <laughs> I just felt very, you know, like, oh my gosh, this thing is going to collapse. Again, my weight. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, we're all not small people. No, but no. Then we landed and it was fine. And my and knees were fine too. He, oh, fine. Oh, no, no problem with the landing at all. We landed and uh, then it was, it's a, a lot of heavy work to get the balloon deflated, but it was great and it worked great and it's a memory that we're going to take forever. Yeah. And it's something that came out of nowhere. It wasn't planned. It wasn't expected. But we took a chance. Yeah. You know, we took a ch- and, and sometimes we take chances in different things in life. You yeah. know, we, it's, it's... I'm glad I did it. I mean, it wasn't the dream of mine. I did it because of you. But I'm glad I did it because of you. See how delicious he is. So it was it was an experience, and we'll probably do it again now that I know, because I think knowing how something is mm-hmm. makes is, it easier. It fills in the blanks, opposed mm-hmm. to you know what is that like? Oh, I'm going to go skiing, or you know that type of thing. Like, what is skiing? How fast can I go? Am I going to break my ass? <laughs> you know what I mean? So but, you know, sports wise, just again, uh, two weekends ago, uh, we went to visit friends of mine. Lisa and Alex, uh, parents of Max and Zoe, and we had an amazing weekend. Uh, Alex wasn't there, so we missed seeing him. But uh, a few weekends before, they had gone uh, hiking, and I think uh, Alex... Paragliding. Alex ended up going paragliding. So I told Jason, yeah. guess, guess what? Our next adventure is going to be... And he goes, no. I was like, paragliding? <laughs> I don't even know how... And she's like, yeah, it's easy. It's, I know, parafalling. <laughs> and yeah, then I was like, I guess. So in I a way, mean, he was very happy that Alex wasn't there. So we wouldn't even get near. Right. But. I mean, uh, I would have, I think I would have done it. I wouldn't have been at static. I probably, we would have definitely needed a uh, clothing change. Definitely. For sure. Before during the nap. Yeah. <laughs> because I can't imagine being solo floating through the air and. You know. For now. This is for the next episode. Yeah. But while we were there, 
We decided to go. Uh, Lisa took us to a, to a friend, uh, BJ, and she has this Canadian canoe, which is basically bigger than the regular canoe. It's a little wider. Yeah, and we have like two, two person. Seats. It's yeah. just a little meatier. And we went with Lisa, and at first it was like looking at that water and you know the lake, and we saw a dead snake, a relatively big snake. Yeah, it was right, pretty big. Yeah, right by uh, at the shore of the 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 pond. And I'm looking at it and going, okay, if there's a dead one here, there should be a couple of live ones inside. What if we fall? What if we tilt? But, you know, so guess what? I mean, I start thinking, but it doesn't stop. I just go, boom. And I was the yeah. first one in and shaking and to get in and all oh, we yeah. got in. I was like, and great, she'll fall in. <laughs> and then the snake will catch her and I'll go yeah. catch the snake. Then Lisa got in. She Lisa sat in the middle area on the on the floor, but at the, each end was a seat. Yeah. You know, a hard plastic seat, but seats. And then you took the last one. Yep, I took. I sat in the back of the the canoe, and we started paddling. And we get into this river, and they have those. What were the name of those plants? The lily pads. The lily pads, but like not a few lily pads, like tons right. of lily pads. And you're always and Lisa goes, "Don't go too close." And I mean, there was the the canoe was here. There were lily pads on both sides. Don't go too close because we can get stuck. I'm like, okay, I mean, what can go wrong? Cell reception doesn't really work. Right. But we're going to go, and we just enjoyed such an amazing time. Yeah, it was, it was so fun. relaxing. It was very, uh, the only part where I was, again, nervous was in the big, there was like a, a open mouth before the, I guess, river, or what do yeah. you call it? Um, was, uh, it was just o- a lot of open water. So I felt very vulnerable, like, okay, you know, my mind goes to, I have to, okay, I'll have to swim, I'll have to drag her ashore, (laughs) even if she knows how to swim, I'll be that guy that grabs her and, what are you doing, I know how to swim, and I'll be like, no, I got you, I got you, you know. So, but um, we saw beautiful animals in the wild, and we enjoyed a lot, a great time. We took tons of photos, right? And every now and then it would get a little shaky to take the photo, but it was fun, and we took it anyways, and and we had a wonderful time. We ended up doing a track the next day, so it was it was really pleasant. Again, things we didn't plan. Our plan was to spend yeah. the weekend with Lisa and just you know chit chat. And Lisa enjoy. was a joy to have. She yeah. was very pleasant and. It was effortless to to be with, you know what I mean, to conversate and hang out. Mega league. It was. So. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and we had a great time. But, but you see, we take chances in many moments in life. It's not only on sports and physical activities. Uh, like my hair. I always had dark hair, and at the age of 15, I started with gray hair. And you know a lot or just a little or a few a few strands right on in the middle going down, but they okay. were super long, white, 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 and so well it always called attention. You so didn't by, think it was cool. It wasn't cool, honey. It wasn't cool. At fifteen, you don't want gray hair. No, not yeah. at fifteen. Mm-mm. Well, nowadays it would make sense. No, because even... everyone's dyeing their hair colors. I know, but you dye a whole section. You dye a whole uh, a piece. You highlight not right. like a hair here, two there. I mean, it was weird. By the age okay. of twenty three, I started dying, and then I was dying monthly, and then I was dying bi uh, weekly. Right. And it's exhaustive to dry, to dye your hair. One thing is when you want to change, and then you do it. One thing is when you have to, because my my white hair it mixes a lot with my gray hair. But it, every time my hair would start to grow, it was all white, you know, on both sides. And then I decided when I turned 40, 
right before I turned, no, right after I turned 40, I decided to go platinum. And I went blonde and then platinum, and it was awesome. Now, but platinum then, is white. Yeah, Like white. ultra white. Mm-hmm. Okay. A little silvery white. And it was great, but I mean, dyeing your hair, you end up, it's its its tough because, I mean, it gets dry and you need to moisturize and you need to watch out when do you need to dye, blah, blah, blah. So it's always a concern. And I decided that uh, COVID hit and my roots started to grow. And I said, well, right now I'm not working because I work with people. So I'm always, you know, being seen and I wanted people to, you know, have a good impression. So you don't want to be with your roots growing. My roots were growing. I said, I'm going to let it grow. going to let it grow. And then I said, hmm, maybe, let's see. But then it gets weird because it gets a whole chunk growing, you know, gray, uh, salt and pepper. And then the other chunk, platinum. So I said, you know what? I'm going to get a haircut. And I got a haircut. Now your hair days. was... Shoulder length. Prior. Yeah, yeah. Shoulder length ish. You know, I was always like a little lower, a little higher, but always trimming, uh, like a inverted bobbish kind of hair. And I always had like uh, all the way down to my waist, and then I had short and middle. I mean, I had all kinds of hair, and I love playing with hair. But I wanted to get rid of everything that was dyed, so I cut it shorter, not this short, but short, uh, uh, a little longer, but it still had a lot of dye. And uh, that haircut, that decision I made was two days after you had texted me for the oh, first really? time. Yeah. Then I went to a hairdresser in the middle of the pandemic, lost, almost lost a mask because, you know, you have to wear the mask. So in the end, you end up holding the mask while you're getting the haircut because nice. you can't have the mask on. Got the haircut and it was super happy with it, even though it was like, it would be like this part natural and the rest would be still dyed. And then I got, uh, we got married. And when we went to visit my mom in October, I said, honey, dying to get a haircut. You know, I mean, I just want to get rid of it all. I can't wait. I mean, to, to look at myself and see myself, you know, for my hair. I don't want to have any dye or anything else. Right. And, and you said, go for it. And yeah, because you always support me on everything. You're amazing. Well, you'd be beautiful regardless if you had no hair. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so we went to a hairdresser in Florida. What well, I was there visiting my mom and uh, the boys, and we got it, and it got super short. It got shorter, way shorter than it is right now. Yeah, it was like a, a little bob cut, and but I loved it, and it's growing, you know. Yeah, and I didn't get anything. No, I, I tried to donate some, you know, yeah. to see if the a, a donation would take place, but I'm happy for taking the chance to allow myself to be because i mean we do have expectations expectations about size weight hair skin right. everything and when well, you the, find yourself comfortable in your own skin i think that's the best part of it yeah absolutely it's about the confidence too to pull it off yeah you know because i think that's it i mean prior to that literally when we left the house every day or every other day Every time, it don't matter if we went to eat, we went to the grocery store, we went anywhere, someone would always say, excuse me, <laughs> I love your hair. What do you do? And I'd just be like, oh, okay, it just, it's just odd because obviously I never get that um, <laughs> with my hair. But uh, 
so that people would say that and over and over, which is nice. It's a very lovely compliment and a compliment for her is a compliment for me. So um, when she got it cut, she was, it was probably three, we were driving uh, and we, we were leaving Florida. And she's like, you know, and one thing I noticed is no one's complimented my hair since I yeah. got it cut. And they would. They would compliment every day. It didn't matter who it was, cert, waitresses, anything. Anything. Uh, people, another, yeah. uh, uh, we would go to a restaurant and we were leaving the restaurant. Uh, yeah. And a lady pulls me on her table and goes, I'm sorry, I just had to say, I loved your hair. How did you? And I go, well, half of it God did. The other half is dyed by L'Oreal. And, <laughs> right, and you explain. You're very open with what it is. And uh, so we were driving and I was like, okay, well, don't worry. You know, you look beautiful. It's not a big deal. So we go through the toll plaza and I'm paying the 75 cents. And the woman says, okay, 75 cents. I give her a dollar. And then she looks and she goes, I have to say, <laughs> I love your hair. And I was like, the toll woman is telling me, telling her now that she loves her hair? We're at a toll plaza. A toll plaza. I don't even remember them speaking other than what we owed in the past. As long as I live. And I drove through a toll plaza a million times. You know. So, yeah. So, the woman complimented her hair. Of course, you know, Velda is very cordial and... You know, let her know, like, oh, no, I cut it, da 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 And the woman had some gray hair and black yeah. hair. I think she dyed it. And I said, let it grow. Yeah. Own it. Take so. ownership of it. So she did. So that was that. It was just, it was just funny that we, you know, she was just kind of wondering, like, did she make the right choice? And no one's really uh, said anything about your it. Your hair is the frame to your face, you know, and your hair, uh, I remember when my mom went through chemo and she lost her hair and how, you know, naked she felt and sometimes you get a haircut that's is awful and then you can't wait for it to grow and you're disguising and or you do a certain dye that doesn't work well and you, you don't like the result and you're working around it. So, I mean, it is, it is, it built you up. You know, right, and that's why I leave mine this way. <laughs> you look beautiful, baby. <laughs> My baby looks beautiful, isn't he? Delicious, seriously. Now, <laughs> nice. it was taking chances even before we met that got us to meet, right? Right, yeah. And prior to us meeting, um, I did the, a lot of the online dating match and Bumble and stuff like that, and um, with. No results, basically. A lot of uh, uh, maybe five message results. So you're like, how are you? You're good. Blah, blah, blah. What do you, you know, what do you like to do? What do you like to do? And then all of a sudden, I would say something like, um, oh, what did you do today? Because it's a new day. And I'd get no response. So it would be a lot of ghosting for on my end as a male and or me in particular um so i would get ghosted a lot and then i thought this is so exhausting to say the same thing over, over and, and over. over introduce yourself right and, what, and how little, are you what do you like yeah. what are you looking for and exposing yourself yeah you're a little bit that. vulnerable to yeah it because you're anticipating more and you know it's that it's that old school feeling when you meet somebody and you're trying to open doors but you know not be awkward um which never goes away but <laughs> but, so. but but it's not about um 
I think that most people don't find love online or anywhere else exactly because they don't open themselves. They don't allow themselves. They right. don't they they don't portray their true selves. You know, while men are usually uh, ghosted and go through a lot more rejection than women on apps, uh, women, on the other hand, are exposed to men's blunt desire to introduce different parts of themselves. And the, that's why I, I, I never understood when I joined eHarmony, because it was my, my one and only app that I ever joined, right. uh, eHarmony was about... It didn't have. It didn't allow you to share pictures, and I thought that was weird. You could put the, your profile picture in a couple of pictures, oh, but during the conversation, that. you couldn't send. I a didn't picture. even notice that. Yeah, you couldn't send a picture. <laughs> and I thought that was so weird. Like if I wanted to send a picture of my boys, you know, my family, right. or you're, a dog, you're walking or something, to the park or whatever. Yeah, or something. You couldn't. You could add to the profile because they would vet, and the pictures had to be of yourself, actually. You were not allowed to add pictures with other people, like with kids or, you know, friends. It was Even a, dogs. Or yeah, whatever. it was a, supposed to be pictures of you. And, and then I understood because they decided to take pictures of uh, their formation and share as if that is what you look when you look for a relationship. I mean, yeah. sure, that's an important part of a relationship, but it's definitely not... in not the beginning th- at all. <laughs> no, no. If you start that way, it sort of sets it down the wrong track. Right. And it's like, okay, so you have nothing to offer except that. And, and as important as that is, everything else comes in a package. You know, and again, we did work out because we were able to communicate. But I, we I almost didn't meet. You know? Right, right. But I do think it is a uh, it's a process of being vulnerable. And I don't think everybody is. I think people, like I, I always mentioned even before in the previous episode, I remember, um, you know, like playing the games. You know what I mean? Like as if you're 20 again and you're trying to do yeah. the bullshit rather than just being honest and saying, look, I like this. I don't want to do that. You're not the person for me. Okay, thank you. It was good meeting you. I'm going to move on. Which there were a few individuals that did say that um, instead of ghosting me. That were saying, oh, you're just not my thing. I'm looking for somebody that's more um, like farm and country oriented or something to that extent. So, but I did. I I canceled. um, I literally canceled all the, uh, all the. um, The other apps? Yeah, all the other apps that I had. And uh, eHarmony is, I think it was $250 for six months. And they really don't have a cheaper um, package. package. Mm -hmm. So it is a chunk of change. I mean, it's not something that you're just... Because the other ones could be like $35 a month. And then I'm like, okay, I'll try it for a month. What do I lose? $35? Who cares? Um, But eHarmony is saying $250 for six months. I'm like... I mean, I'm going to get fed up way before that, and I'll lose $250. But I figured, you know what? I canceled them all, and I waited a few days, and then I was like, you know what? I'll try eHarmony, and then I'm done. I'll live alone. I'll, you know, I'll just make do, and it'll just be what it will be. And then we happened. Yep. You know, in each other's lives, and God set us together, yeah. and it has been perfect ever since. Actually, it has been 
It was the best thing ever that keeps getting better day by day. Yeah, yeah. And I think it is the openness always. It's about being honest and uh, honest in, in daily activities or honest in life or saying, I want to do this. What are your thoughts? Like, I want to skydive. And yes. Velda's not so much into skydiving. No, no, I agree on skydiving. After as long your as... kids are 35. No, after the kids are out of college <laughs> and settled. And you know, settled? So... How long could that take? So I can have officially die and it's okay. You know, I, I haven't like... <laughs> yes. it's, it's... Who what knows? Do you officially it's, die. It's skydiving. There are risks. And there are risks, but people don't just die of skydiving. You are scared of the balloon. I'm scared of skydiving. The don't balloon. you guys think? No. Did I get on the balloon? He, you did. And I, didn't I tell you I'm going to get on the on the airplane? You will. See? You With will. someone else attached to me who knows what they're doing. Yeah. For sure. But still, I can have a heart attack. Who knows? But I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. You will watch here eventually, very soon, hopefully. Yeah. But. With the chances that we take together, and uh, it's funny because we push each other's limits and in, in the best way possible. I am the worst eater in the whole planet. I get nauseous with everything. I have a weird relationship with food, and I'm just, you know, I, I making up my mind, figuring out tastes. It's, it's always complicated, so... When I came, when we right before we got engaged, right. I came to Mississippi for a weekend, and um, he had a craving to have waffle. I think it was yeah. waffles or or pancakes. I don't know. And we went to the Waffle House. Yeah, we went to Waffle. Basic, you know, lovely, wonderful. Been there a thousand times. So then I opened the menu, and I love waffles, and I love uh, uh, pancakes. And then the first question came. Pancakes or waffles, and I mean, it, it it's already. And please leave in the comments pancakes or waffles, oh, because you know. I think waffles win hand down because they have the crispy yet the fluffy. Pancakes are just very doughy to me. It, but then, that was just the first. Then the second was, with what? What's gonna be? Yeah, you know, strawberries, yeah. blueberries, chocolate. And then I couldn't make up my mind, and I was looking, and he goes. What are you looking? What are you, you know, what 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 are you thinking between? I said, well, I don't know. I want the strawberry, and maybe on uh, on a waffle. But if I have a pancake, they have these Oreo pancakes for real, <laughs> and uh, Oreo pancakes. And then, but you know, they have this blueberry here. I love blueberries. Never had a blueberry in a pancake, but I really wanted the blueberry and the waffle. So I mean, we're talking about it, and the wait the waitress comes around and. My diabetic husband orders four for me, okay? Because I, I think he, he wants me to join. Yeah. You know? And I go, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat one, nonetheless four. He goes, no, you're going to try. That's the beauty of it. You're going to try. So he, we, we ended up, we ordered all four, and yeah. all four were there. And uh, and we, we were ranking them one by yeah, one. Yeah, which one's better yeah. and put them in order and... FYI, I stayed with the waffles, uh, strawberry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that so that definitely. Now, you know, we did order up. grits for yes, you. Yes, it was a first. Because grits is obviously a southern staple. Yeah. It, there was another thing aside from grits the uh, country gravy, the country gravy. biscuits and yeah. gravy, I guess. Biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Did not appreciate either. Okay. What? I mean, yeah, I mean, I did try. I did try twice. 
But I mean, you know, I mean, you 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 try, and and it was okay because the purpose is trying. Yes. Even though we agree on what? What do you always say that I have to try? Twice, right? Because you, know? you don't know if the cook or the chef, you know, just messed it up. So you always try sh twice, even if you're like, I hate that. Force yourself to do it a second time so at a different location, obviously, to see yeah. if it's better. You know, because somebody could screw something up, and maybe you're missing out. Yeah, you know? and that experience is lost. So we did try. We tried. Uh, I tried it there, and it was great. It was wonderful. And yeah. I mean, I did not like it as my favorite that I'm going to have it again. But it was an experience, and we crossed that bridge. And it was great to learn that, like, you know, egg rolls. I, right. I hate eggs. Egg rolls. I had. I hate eggs. And then he goes, we're going to have egg rolls. I go, oh. She doesn't no. understand. No, because you're thinking. She thinks, I'm thinking eggs. You're right. You She's know, thinking. She roll. doesn't like eggs. No so way. she's thinking egg, egg roll is eggs and she don't like eggs. So the the th problem is is that they have egg rolls, right? Like a traditional Chinese egg roll, which she still hasn't tried, but she will. And then you have spring rolls. But now they have, uh, like at Chili's and Applebee's, they have the egg rolls with like a nacho mug cheese. Shots, mug shots was the one I yeah. Yeah, yeah, they have like uh, nacho cheese, cheese beans, with beans and, and some a other lot of filling. stuff in. And it's really good. It's, it was really it, good. Now yeah. I love it. Now I eat egg rolls so, everywhere. I did that you know? and she tried it and she liked it. Yeah. So now so every time right? we go, she gets the whatever, the Southwestern egg roll or whatever yeah. you want to call it. And, and we learned something new. We learned something that I like and we learned a couple of things that I have not fallen in love with and I may not fall in love with. But probably grit you would if I made them. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try. You're saying it, but you're you're not convincing me. I'll try. I'm 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 giving my best. Don't you guys think? You know, it's it's a work in progress. But maybe in the comments you can suggest things that Velda should try that taste good, not liver or anything or chicken gizzards. No sushi. Uh, no sushi. She doesn't like raw fish. But stay away maybe from fried. Some things that you and feel. Are American staples or things that you've tried anywhere where maybe I even haven't tried that you think would are really good that we're missing out on? Uh, she does, you know what I mean. As far as fried, we're not big into fried. I get um, nauseous and spicy. I love spicy, but I eat the reg roll. All the things pepper is spicy. Uh, it she'll is. be like, "This is spicy!" Oh my gosh! And I'll be like, "I'm like, it's I literally feel nothing," and I'm not. Being macho, I just don't... No, I don't know how he does it. I mean, I have a very sensitive tongue, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of those things. It's one of the Velda things. Yeah. For sure. Nice. You know? But we wanted to, to share some stories of us uh, taking chances, uh, and mostly after we met each other. Yeah. Oh, and the time we went, um, you know, we went uh, axe throwing. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. We were, after dinner, uh, we're coming down on, what was the name of the road? 45. On 45. And Jason had thought about it. I never even thought about it. I think I never. I had seen a, a, a friend, Jean Roberto actually, a friend of Gabriel, my son, axe-throwing in Miami. But I thought that was just, you know, it didn't catch my eye. And then we he goes, we're going to try something different. And I said, Okay. So, are you tired? Do you need to go home or can we try something different? I go, sure, let's go. And then he 
brings the car into this place. It's it's dark. It's the middle of the night. And it was dark. And I'm going, okay, weird spawn. What are we going to do? So we get in and people are throwing axes. And I'm like, what the heck are we going to do here? I did. I get it right, right in the beginning. Yeah. You know, I made it since the first throw. Yeah, her and... first throw was a bullseye, very vertical in the center. Yeah. Also, so. on social media, you may check the comments by the yeah. owner of the place, who has expertise on uh, good axe <laughs> throws. So, I mean, I was very complimented there, and I think that's very important to make sure that, you know, that first-timers yeah. can... She <laughs> called me over to videotape her, coercing him into saying how awesome no she coercing. is. And he's like, yes, the vertical bullseye. He's very serious, and he's like, yes, ma'am, you did a good job. And I'm like, leave the guy alone. <laughs> he's just trying to run the joint. I'm in the Guinness World of Records of X-throwing now in yeah. Saltillo. So, so actually Tupelo, but um, but it was amazing. I mean, it was amazing. My arm was killing me in the end because I'm yeah, because it's repetition. It's one hour, it's, and the, the axe is a little heavy. But I mean, with the motion, you sort of don't feel it as the professionals. But yeah. um, but it, it it was a lot of fun. It's a lot. It's a and you know, it's a lot about the spirit of the moment. I mean, you just you just go. I mean, some opportunities show up. Don't overthink it you know we just go we look at each other and we ask hey mm. are you and we went shooting it? with uh, we squirrel. went shooting with squirrel and it was fun you know i mean there are things that we go and things that we we hadn't planned sometimes we're driving by a place and we go what about it let's yep sure and we go yeah. for it and it's about taking these opportunities and making the most out of it and and I mean, enjoying. I think that it's it's about. It, I mean, do I have anxiety about getting in a balloon? Do I have anxiety about getting in a canoe and you know going across a wide body of water? I do. I do. I do too. Um, a well, lot not less. so much. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think I have. But I think fun. you know when uh, knowing that I have Velda, uh, not only you know she is encouraging. And I know, without her even speaking, that I know that she has my back. I know, like, you know, if something to happen, that she's she's going to come up with her own solutions. Not wait for me to come up with a solution because, oh, you know, you're a man and you're supposed to protect me. But it's a mutual, I know that if something happens, if I flipped over in the water or whatever, I know that she is going to help me. She's not going to be like, oh, well, <laughs> sucks for him. You know what I mean? I, I honestly feel she's looking out for my best interest. And, you know, it has my back that way. So I, that that uh, alleviates, I would say, 95% of my anxiety. The other is just me thinking silly, like, what if I tip over? What if the hot air balloon, you know, explodes? Which there's literally nothing you can do. You're dying. But, um, you know what I mean? Over. Those things. How many people have you known who died from flying a hot air balloon? Oh, Seriously. please leave in comments because I'm sure it's a bunch. Martin, could you please help us <laughs> yeah. here? Oh, okay. he got caught in a... There was Martin told us the one where the guy was like caught in a tower or something on a building. Like he hung up. With and his two kids. Yeah, and they're hanging on for dear life or something. I don't want to hear that. No, but we did it. It was all, it was all great. And... We take the chance because 
life is a chance. Right. You know, it's uh, God gave us today. Let's make the most out of it. Let's worry and plan. But we have today. And tomorrow it's his to worry. So who are we to think that we have? Hasn't the pandemic thrown everyone off the track? And, you know, hasn't it become something that we understand that we have no power? You know, I mean, it's something that we're being defeated by a virus. So it's about time that... Uh, taking chances. I mean, I take chances on Sundays watching the Buffaloes with my mother-in-law. Yeah. And, yep. That's the Buffalo Bills, by the way. So... And I have my official mask from the Buffalo Bills and uh, my COVID mask. And so if I watch the game and I'm outdoors, I can watch it using the mask and rooting for the team. I'm still figuring out. I mean, it's a lot of piling up on top of each other and a lot of weird numbers here and there. But Mrs. Carpenter is definitely helping me understand the game, you know, patiently and very patiently it's a it's a tough game but uh and we have fun it's it's about export experiencing different things and jace yeah. watches ufc with me uh and it's, it's i would watch anything with you yeah it i don't do anything with you my love but yeah it's about letting go of fear i would say uh i've hang on, hung on to fear a lot to thinking it's keeping me safe the majority of my life and what it's done is it's it's it steals from you more than it's given. Even yeah. though I felt I was making logical decisions by staying home or logical decisions by not doing something and thinking I'm safer. Thank God I didn't do that. That looked crazy. I stole from myself those experiences. And um, we all do. We all do. And I think with Velda, my wife, I think that... Um, I don't I don't want to miss anymore. I don't want to miss those experiences in general, let alone without you. I don't want you to get on a hot air balloon balloon without me and have it and me have regret. Yeah, no more regrets. No you more know, regrets. I I want to have that experience so we have it together and we can share it in the conversation and you know, me almost crapping my pants going <laughs> up and, you know, the weird stories. You know, it's it's fun. You know what I mean? And you realize it after, you know, the, uh, you know, sometimes when you're fearful, when you're done with it, just like a roller coaster, you're so glad you got on and you had a blast. But yeah, is it scary to get on and hear the tick, tick, tick to the top? Absolutely. But afterwards, you know, it's it, it's worth it so much. And yeah. I think... You know, like I said, having the right person with you um, makes that all worth it. I mean, it, it alleviates so much. And, you know, if I wanted to hold her hand or I wanted to bury my head in her shoulder, she would allow it and she wouldn't make fun. She would no. uh, support me the whole time and encourage me that it'll be okay. And vice and, versa because, I mean, you know. it was funny because after the, the balloon uh, thing, my my friend commented on Instagram, Katya, uh, how are you keeping up with your radical sports husband? I mean, you've yeah. been shooting, axe throwing, ballooning. I mean, and and I think... I think that after I made an analogy, I used an analogy the other day that we were we were crawling around life, and we got so tired that we made a cocoon, a cocoon, and got in yeah. it. And meeting each other has gotten us out of our cocoons, 
and now we're just flapping our wings and yeah, enjoying it's... each other and enjoying what's around and discovering what's around and taking chances uh not with our helps of course i mean we're uh, uh being mindful of the the situation going on but um Making the most out of it. Sometimes yeah. it's going for a walk with the dogs, which is an adventure by itself. Today, a cat tried to attack us. Yeah. The cat came at us and wouldn't, it wouldn't back down and literally followed the dogs with its back arched up, walking after the dogs as we were trying to walk away. It was the oddest thing. It Typically, was. cats run. It was. But, um... And it wasn't a stray cat. Uh-huh. Had a collar. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm but gonna I, figure out who was the owner. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. gonna get to. I'm gonna get, get to, down to the bottom. The, of oh the, yeah, oh yeah. The, the plot mystery thickens. of the, the plot block. thickens, and yeah. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna but, have a chat with his mama and papa about know, it. I Manners. think uh, you know finding the right person, and in my case, Velda, very, very much. I love her immensely. And my Jace. And um, I think it was, you know, it's an awakening. It is. It's an, it's truly the definition of an awakening. And mm-hmm. um, and we want everyone to wake up with us. Yeah. We want to let you know that your person is out there. You know, your partner and adventure for life, for laughs, for cries, for holding your hand, for enjoying existence is out there. But it's not easy. It takes time. God has a perfect time for everything. Yeah. This was ours. Yeah. And it has been the best 171 days of my life. 171 days. And I can't wait for what comes next for us. You know, and everything that... There's a lot to do. Everything that life has uh, saved for us and for the purpose that God has for us and for all that we still have ahead. You know, it's, it's just so amazing and how everything fits so miraculously perfect. Like we've been through some very tough pieces of life but now everything is just yeah it's yeah. A... And, and nothing's perfect and, you know it. what I mean but it's it's yeah working together and you know getting over those little hurdles is uh is a lot easier and uh you know again being open and talking and conversating and hearing always listening you know, like uh, the saying is that God gives you gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. You know, so I think, uh, but I, I overall I couldn't. You know, everything's terrific. Yeah. I mean, I love Velda so much, and I think that she's great in every way. And you I've know. met the men of beyond any of my dreams. Anything that I could ever imagine or dream of. Yeah. You're way, way above the all. And you keep but, surprising me daily. Yeah. Yeah. And I love you. But, uh, you know. But, uh, yeah, just... Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's so. the best part. But. Well, we're going to be keeping uh, track on comments to see what you guys want us to talk next. And we'll definitely be sharing more of our stories and adventures and who knows what comes next Yeah. and what we're going to be discovering and doing about around there up and about and uh but please leave your comments and if you want us to speak about something in particular or you have questions or mm-hmm. whatnot or even if they're silly we're um we're open to that too. very we laugh you a know, lot or things we should try like the food and uh um 
things that you think we should try that are yeah. accessible, not so much like, should go to Guam and try <laughs> jumping off the cliff, got a boom boom, or something <laughs> like that, because that's probably not, not irrational, but not yeah. realistic so much. Traveling is limited at the time. Yeah. We're working on it. Okay. Love you guys. Always a pleasure to be here and yeah. share a little bit of us with you. Okay. And uh, everything you try, make it be delicious. Always. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Bye-bye, guys. Uh